behind a great leader is another great leader. And behind them is another great leader and another great leader. And I think it's, it's the top down process. And if you have, if you're the CEO, the big boss, whatever you want to call that position, and you are a great leader, you are developing great leaders under you. And under them, they're developing great leaders under them. So by plan, every person on the leadership team and non-leadership team, they're just, they're, they're just great at what they do. This is the 2120 Podcast, where each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. I just had a, a meeting with two sales leaders, the two that are going to basically take over for this store long term, and um, they're, they're seeing what leadership looks like, you know being put into a role six months or whatever that is days ago and, and learning what it looks like to lead people and uh, the microscope that as a leader, you're, you're under, you know, doing good, doing bad, learning, losing, you know, all these different things. Um, and, you know, it kind of got me thinking about, you know, developing people. And uh, I was, I asked them a question. I said, like, what are your, what's the goal for you guys over the next six months? So end of the year, right? And one of the sales leaders told me, you're not doing anything anymore. And I oh, said, okay, okay, like, okay, that's pretty awesome. He goes, I go, what does that mean? He goes, well, you're not on any, any of the sales leader email lists. You're not getting those emails. We're doing it all. We're running, running the show. And it was like that, that proud, like, dad moment where the kid finally says, I'm moving out. I'm going to go out on my own. I'm going to do this. And everything you've done for me is now going to propel me to a great career in the future. So I just like kind of sat back in the chair. I was like, wow, that's pretty awesome. You know, you just committed to completely owning this role and it's going to be yours. And you set a date. You said by the end of the year, you two are going to have this and it's going to be all yours. Now, you know, the, the funny moment in my head is what am I going to do? Like, what's my, <laughs> you know, what's, what's yeah. my role going to, going to be, you know, cause we don't need three sales leaders in this store. We need two great ones and they're going to, we have, we're going to have two great ones, but then what does it look like for me? Which like right now I don't like whatever, who cares? But for them, they see it as this is their role for the taking. They're just going to, they're, they're going to take it. Now it's my job to do whatever I can over the next six months to give them as much as I can, the best of me. So when they do take it and run, they're ready to roll and, and, and they're good. Um, you know, I was asking them like, so like, what, what, what am I going to be, what am I going to do? And they said, well, you could present, you know, you could be the presenter <laughs> of the group. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So there's one topic, but that's going to be, you know, if I, if I went into my boss and said, Hey, I'm just going to be the presenter for our store. He'd say, great you're losing blank dollars and sour because we're not going to pay you to, 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 to do that, you know? So, um, but I think the, it really got me thinking about, you know, the end goal or the, the succession plan of if you are gone, who's, who's taking that spot for you? Who's going to step in and, and do that? And I think it's super hard to let things go. You know, there it, it is. It, yeah. it's, it's super hard to take something that you love and you owned and you've, you've modified and you, you've 
you know, made yours and say, okay, I'm going to give it to you. And I'm at a point now where I'm ready to make that happen. Like I want that to happen. I'm excited for it because I, 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 I truly feel in my stomach that like these two will be, will be better than me and they will be um, better for our store and better for our company. It's my job now to get the hell out of the way and make, and, and help that help them be successful. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> you touched on some good stuff. Well, first of all, like that's pretty exciting. That that's, that was the first thought that came through my head was like that is kind of a confirmation that you've got some good people in place that they're ready to take that mantle of that next step in their leadership journey. You know, that's pretty sweet. And, and a lot of that is, is because you've, you've given them, um, I guess the basics or a, a lot of the, the training that they're going to need. You've encouraged them, you've motivated them, you've held them accountable and all those things. And so, so the first thought, like, I just got to back up a minute because I love the, the ambition of a new leader. One of the things that you said, would they say, you don't have to be copied on any of this stuff. You don't, you know, like we're going to take over and do all these things. So what they're, what I heard was we want autonomy and freedom to do that. In other words, um, we don't want to have, you know, we don't want to be micromanaged or any of those things, which is great, but you still have to be in the know on those because ultimately your job is making sure, I think if I'm understanding right, your job is to make sure that the accountability is still happening. So you have to like make this transition also as a leader then to figure out what does that look like? What is it? What is it? How does it look different? You know, what does it mean for me on a day-to-day basis? And, um, that, that can be a tough thing. That was, um, that's something I've run into quite a bit actually in coaching leaders, you know, whether they're at your level or, um, maybe they're small business owners or just business owners. And it's not all that small of a business, but is that moving from I'm, I've, I'm giving away like these responsibilities, they're ready for them, but you still have to make sure that you don't take your eye off the prize because I was really good in my young leadership journey at, at giving freedom. If you said, I got it, I totally trusted you. And as a result, what I would do would, would be to not do the check-ins, to not just make sure, hey, I, I need to know where we're at with this stuff because somebody was counting on me to make sure that was happening. And I'm sure that's going to be true for you. So, so that was my first thought. I, I don't know. I see you nodding and I'm not sure if that, you know, if you have thoughts on that or, or uh, yeah, what. I, I, I totally, you know, agree with what we, what you said in the end of the day, it's, it all falls on my shoulders, you know, in six months when this year ends, I have to make the call to our corporate office email group and say, please remove me from this list. So like I get to be the one that does this uh-huh. now if I don't do a good job today and every day going forward, I don't get to make that phone call or send that email because they're not ready. Like I can't, I can't turn them loose. I think it's super easy to, to delegate and give people tasks. And usually the tasks that you delegate are the ones you don't want. I oh, go this do is this. huge. I love that you just said that. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Cause it's like, I got somebody underneath me and I'm, I'm above this. I'm better than this right now. So <laughs> right. I'm going to give it to you and you're going to do it when at the end of the day, it needs to be the complete ass backwards because you want to give them the things that you were super passionate about because then that gets them super passionate about it. And then when there is that task that you go, I don't want to do this, it's not as bad. 
because they kind of know it's coming. They know that they're, this is part of the gig. They, they need to deal with it and they need to do it. I can't give them all the, you know, the, the dead flowers. When I want all the, the great flowers, like mm. I got to give them the best of both worlds. And at the end of the year, if, if I do a good job with this and they are ready, that email's already in my drafts. All I got to do is hit send and I'm done. It's, 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 it's good to go. Yeah. And they are, they are off and running and it's fantastic. But if I misstep along the way and I don't do things in pockets, January, whatever, when that email should have been sent is not getting sent now and it's still in my draft box and a month later it's still in my draft box and two months it's still in the draft box. That's on me and that I failed as a leader. You know, and that's true. And, and I, I, that was what makes you a good leader, Matt. Um, good leaders know and would take ownership over that. They're not going to take absolute ownership over it in the sense of, because they know that they've had to push some of those responsibilities out. And um, yeah, like recognizing that if we don't get there, that ultimately that's you. Um, but you know what? Here's the other thing is, is uh, until you're the CEO, and in fact, the CEO probably has people that he's, he's got to report to, right? Oh, for that sure. are holding him accountability. Absolutely. Or having accountability. Uh, you're going to have that too. And so, so um, you could also look up line, you know, and say, okay. Um, you might even ask them at times when, when you, when you were working with me, what were some of the things that were going through your own head, you know, or, or maybe you're asking other people in the, in the company, this is where I'm at. What would make sure that I'm setting them up for success? Because the thing that I would tend to do, and I think maybe if I know you a little bit, I, I know you pretty well, is that we might get into our own space and go, I got this, you know? And, and if we do these things really well, it's going to be good. What I keep finding, the older I get, the more I realize how much I really have to learn about stuff. And um, I love it because it's very inspiring to me when I have those conversations with people who've gone before me and they say one sentence, they say one remark, they, they make one observation that completely like just my mind is open at that point. I'm like, Whoa, that was, that was so valuable. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm very, you know me, I'm very goal oriented. And for those two to say like, this is our goal <laughs> by the end of the year, you hit unsubscribe to this email list. I'm like, I'm all about it, you know, because it's, this is what they want, yeah. you know, and I, I get to play a role and help them get, hit their goal. Like I got to make sure I, I get out of the way and I, I do everything in my power to make, to make that happen. Um, because you know, the hustle and bustle of life is still going to happen. And you know, you know, my goal thoughts and how you, know, you have to get out of your own way. Like this is, this is me getting out of the way, but getting out of the way for them so they can, they can be successful and they, and they can do it. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that if you have the ability to develop people, you're always going to have a position somewhere doing something, you know, you're Absolutely. never going to be, be out of a job. So that's why I, I, I'm not, I'm not sitting here today going, man, I got maybe 10 years left in this company. Ooh, what's going to happen? Like I'm looking at going, I got 10 years left in this company. How many people can I develop from now till then? you know, and, and, and play a role in their success and, uh, you know, play a role in the future of what is possible for, you know, our business and other businesses. And, uh, no, I'm just, I was for him to say that today, 
really kind of knocked me off my chair because <laughs> I, I knew he wanted it, but I didn't know he wanted it like right now. You know, he's they they want it right now, so that's that's good to see. Uh, you know, I got really excited a few minutes ago when you talked about delegating tasks. You know, yeah. there is so much right there in what you said. When when you delegate a task, it's like, what can I do to get off my plate to help me get better? Right. That's sure. I, that's how most people approach delegating. And while that's not wrong, uh, if you are only delegating a task, but you're not delegating authority or ownership with it. Um, you're missing something really huge because I think what I've seen, and, and again, coaching a, a wide variety of people through this, they've learned or somebody's told them, Hey, you need to, you need to offload some of those, those tasks, if you will. So, okay, I'm going to put this guy or this gal in charge of that. And pretty soon, you know, like now I've got more freedom, but what they tend to do instead of delegating ownership is I'm just going to basically give this to you and I'm going to tell you how I want it to be done. And it's, it's a, there's a temptation to hold on to the most important stuff or the stuff that you really love to do. And when you can give that away, you are creating that succession that you're talking about here because you're empowering people to do something more that stretches them that uh, you're saying, listen, I, I can support you, coach you and guide you, but this is yours now. And so you're going to make mistakes you and I talk about that all the time. And even recently we've talked about that is, is, you know, there's a desire to rescue people from, from having a failure. You, you definitely don't want to let somebody do a catastrophic fail, you know, that that's going to jeopardize their position, your position, the company or any of those things. But, uh, people learn, we all learn from our mistakes. And so think of all the mistakes we've made in our own past has got us where we are now. So you can't protect them. And that's the thing is, is the best leaders delegate, not just a task, they de delegate responsibility and ownership with it. Yeah. You know, uh, behind a great leader is another great leader. Yes. And behind them is another great leader and another great leader. It's, it's the top down process. And if you have, if you're the CEO, the big boss, whatever you want to call that position, and you are a great leader, you are developing great leaders under you and under them, they're developing great leaders under them. So by plan, every person on the leadership team and non-leadership team, they're just, they're, they're just great at what they do. And I think where people get kind of, frustrated or upset is those great leaders that get delegated, they get delegated a task from the boss. I need you to take the over this and, and run this. That great leader looks at it and goes, gosh, I'm getting just one more thing dumped on my plate. Yep. You know, one more thing that I have to be in charge of. But what they don't understand is the boss doesn't need you to be doing it all. The boss is giving it to you because he or she knows you can execute this, but you could have, someone underneath you that you're working towards and you use the word empowerment and you know, all those things that you could have them help you with it. So like at the end of the day, if I'm, if I'm taking over this new task, my boss doesn't want me to be, this is my new task. He wants me to execute it and run with it with the end goal of me not doing everything and me not being the one that has to make sure it, it's, it, it's perfect. My job is to, then maybe possibly delegate those responsibilities to someone else that, that can help me with it. Because at the end of the day, 
you don't get more time in the day. You still have your same model responsibility. You still, still have the same time frame to get it done. You need to rely on other people to help you get those things done. And I think that just too many times where, you know, you get delegated a task and you get frustrated because man, another task just got dumped in my lap, but there's a reason that the boss came to you mm-hmm. because you proved to the him or her that you can do the job. And at the end of the day, you could be the person that, you know, completely just owns it and it's mine and I'm going to do it and I'm going to put in extra hours tonight. And you know, my, my five o'clock drive home is not five o'clock anymore. I'm now here six or seven or eight o'clock at night. Cause I have to get this done because the boss wants me to get this done. When at the end of the day, think through the process, like how can, how could I still lead today at five o'clock? Who could help me accomplish this task? Who, who would be interested in owning this too and being a part of it? And then it just makes it, it makes it easier. And everybody feels like they're a part of something, but you know, the leaders that don't understand that look at it from, I just have to own every piece of it. It's mine. And it's my, I'm putting in the long hours and no matter what I do, like I'm calling the wife, I'm going to be home two hours late because I have to get this done. When the answer is no, figure it out, you know, hit that F10 button and figure it out. So, um, it's crazy. So the word that kind of stuck out to me as you were just talking there, uh, you know, on this topic of delegating is engagement. And there's a lot of cool E words like equip, enlist, uh, uh, empower. And, but it comes down to what, what everybody knows they need to do is create an engaged team. Well, you don't create an engaged team when you, when you create followers, you know, like if you just, as a leader, if you, if you set out to create, uh, followers, you won't have an engaged team, but you said it earlier. If you go out behind every behind every great leader, there's another leader, and and they're in development. It's like you're creating this bench strength. That's engagement, man. That's that people get plugged into that because they have those responsibilities. They have those opportunities to stretch their wings to do go and do something that they haven't done before. The engagement, a lot of times, I think is 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 a metric that people want to focus on is like a, a leading indicator, but it's really a, a lagging indicator. The leading indicator is, is are you giving them opportunities? Are you permitting yourself to like let go of some things so that others can run with it? And, and now we need to look at engagement a little bit differently, um, which it's more a result of doing a whole bunch of really good things that might kind of be small at times, but just doing them on a daily basis and, and having consistency around that, creating those wins for them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's building your own personal resume when mm. it's all said and done. Yeah. You know, all, all these topics that, you know, you put on your resume that you're, you're in charge of. And I think of like the, the business owner that is constantly opening new businesses and then selling them off. Like you are, you have this vision, you have the, the, the power to execute it and you go out and execute it and it's great and it's successful and then somebody wants to buy it. So you sell it off. You know, it, it's super easy to say, no, this is mine. I don't, I don't want to sell it off. I need to have this. I need to, you have this, like this, this death grip around it. Instead of going, if I sell this off, it frees me up to do this other project now. I'm going to do that. So then it's, you sell it off and, it, and it's gone. That's the same thing in, you know, in task responsibilities at, at work, you know, when you get good at something and you are the go-to for it, what happens long-term? You get hit by a bus tomorrow that you're the go-to for something and you don't have that, that 
that up next mentality, mm-hmm. everything that you work so hard on and everything you were so passionate about, all the blood, sweat, and tears that you put into it is now having to hit the reset button for the next person because they don't even know where to start. Instead of having that person that you get to a point where you go, like I have two, I'm, I'm looking over where they were sitting today and like I have two right there. That's, that's my non-reset button. I'm just going to, like, this is, this is theirs now. And they, they pick it up faster and the wheel never stops and it just keeps spinning. And all the success that you're having continues on down the road because of having that plan in place right then and there. You have to be, as a leader, you have to be okay to let things go. Even when they're your favorite thing and it's you get Jack thinking about it and talking about it. If it's time to let it go and give it to somebody else, you have to let it go. And you have to see that as a win, you know, oh, instead huge. of a loss that, and that's huge. You know, as we wind down here, the thing that's really cool about this is the, is the thought of succession. And as you model it and the other people that are experiencing it, they've, they've learned it. And so, you know, without even having to like, say, you need to do this, like they've just been exposed to it. And so that's the way that they're going to contribute going forward they're going to build into other people there you've we've we, they've learned you know you've taught them or you've enabled them to know what it's like to not be that controlling leader the one that wants to just like manage everything giving them freedom to make those decisions and take on those tasks they're going to naturally do it with people underneath them you know that are currently underneath them and who knows i think one of the greatest things that a leader could ever have in your leadership resume is that somebody on your team outpaced you like what a cool thing if if, i would feel so good about that and i and i know some people are threatened by that when that's that's like a gut check moment if that threatens you you got something else yeah you know as a a good leader you have to give your leadership team permission to find their replacement you know they need to know that early on and i think brand new manager you know fresh off the sales floor moved into this this role they have to know right out of the gate your job is to find your replacement yeah well i just started this is day one for me yeah great but now you need to find your replacement and they just don't know what that looks like because you know they just got promoted they're now in this role and that boss is telling them find your replacement they need to look at it and go i need to i need to do this you know the long term i need to pour in my people now i need to teach them everything that i can so when it is time and if you are my replacement, you're, you're ready to go. But you know, like you said, people are intimidated by that because they don't want to be replaced. They want to have their hand in it and they want to be the best at it. And you know, you need me to run this business. If you lost me today, you'd be screwed. You know, instead of saying you don't need me, I have plenty of people right now that could do this job and be better at it than me because of all the things that I've done earlier to set them up for success later in life. Well, this has been really good. We're, our 20 minutes is a, we're, we're at that spot, Matt. So we've been talking about giving freedom and autonomy to people. Uh, we've talked about developing people. Uh, a lot of really good stuff here. Succession planning with leadership. All of these things are just absolutely critical in your evolution of becoming a good leader. So um, well, let's end it there. And we will uh, see you again next week. My name is Jim. I'm Matt. Have a good week. Hey everyone, this is Jim, and I just wanted to let you know that we just hit another milestone with the 2120 podcast, 2,000 downloads. You know, we're just two guys who had an idea, 
We wanted to have a little fun and record our experiences and share them with you. You know, if you think that there's mothers that would benefit from these conversations, then like it, review it, and share it. That would mean so much to us. Well, again, Matt and I just want to say thank you for being part of the 2120 Podcast. 